Hello and welcome to the Bible with Megan podcast. My name is Megan and here I talk about the Bible. There are two types of episode in this podcast. The first is where I look at wider themes about the Bible within the Bible, questions about how we should study the Bible and how it relates to our world. The second type of episode are just Bible studies and each week I'll go chronologically through a book of the Bible. The Bible is such a beautiful book and such an incredible gift that we have been given by God and I just hope that in this podcast you will learn to love studying it even more and that it will strengthen your faith. So let's get on with today's episode. What you are about to hear is the audio from a YouTube video. I started this Revelation series over on YouTube. So this is the audio from one of the first episodes. If you want to watch it in video form, I have linked it in the description. But if not, go ahead and enjoy this podcast version of one of the first episodes of this Revelation study series. So last time we looked at the genres that Revelation fits into and today we are going to find out what the main theme of the book is, the topic that everything revolves around. Welcome back to this Bible study series through the book of Revelation. My name's Megan, Uh, this is a channel I run with my husband Zion. We do this and we also have other videos talking about uh, the Bible, theology and faith that are a bit more chatty and long, they'll be up soon so make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date. So we're still in chapter one and we will be for this session and probably the next one or two because there's actually loads in chapter one um, that is really important to learn when we're looking at the book of Revelation because it sets up the scene for the whole rest of the book. So today we are going to be reading uh, verses four through eight. John to the seven churches that are in Asia and this is where we finished last time and uh, we noted that it's reminding us that this is a letter to people. Grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come and from the seven spirits who are before his throne and from Jesus Christ the faithful witness the firstborn of the dead and the ruler of the kings on earth. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and made us a kingdom, priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he is coming with the clouds and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him and all tribes of the earth will wail on account of him. Even so, amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Before we dive into it, I'm just going to note, because there's a footnote here, and you should always read the footnotes, um, the word whale there, in other translations it can be mourn as well, so whale or mourn. So if your translation says mourn, don't freak out. (laughs) 
how does this show us the theme of Revelation then? John is opening his letter here to the seven churches and everything he says in this statement um, before he begins to see a vision is telling us that the whole of Revelation is gospel-centred. Jesus is the main character of this book. Everything that is said, every part of the vision that we are about to read, centres around him. And it is about the gospel. It is about what Christ has done. He makes a few points about who Jesus is and who he believes Jesus to be. And this is important because he's showing that he is um, a Christian. This is how you define what a Christian is, is what they believe about Jesus. So he's telling us in this that Jesus Christ is the faithful witness. So he is the one that reveals God to us. Jesus says us himself, doesn't he? He says, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. He says he's the firstborn of the dead. And here he's referring to Jesus being resurrected. Um, he's the first one to be resurrected from the dead and the rest of them, that's us because through Christ, we can also enter into new life. We are the ones who will be resurrected again um, and rescued from death for the wages of sin is death. And he says he is the ruler of kings um, on earth. So he is the king above all kings. He is the one who rules in Hebrews, it tells us that Jesus has um, sat down at the right hand of God and and all the authority is given to him. And we'll see this again in a minute. That's important to remember that Jesus is the one who is the ruler um, because that comes up in the vision. Again, he's freed us from our sins by his blood. So again, it's referring to the atonement. Jesus was crucified. He died. He was resurrected, defeating death. Um, and through him we are set free from the bondage to sin by his blood by his sacrifice and he's made us a kingdom priests to his god again that is referencing what new testament christians believe uh, that is our calling um, our mandate as followers of christ the most important thing here is john is telling us who he believes Jesus is. He's telling us Jesus is who Christians say he is. He is the fulfillment of the prophecies about the Messiah and he fits all these attributes. So John is starting out by saying, I'm a Christian. I believe this is who Jesus is. He also makes it very clear that Jesus and God, Yahweh, um, are the same. You can see this in verse four. He is referring to Jesus. Um, and he calls Jesus the one who is, who was, and who is to come. And then in verse 8, the Lord God is speaking. I am the Alpha and Omega, who is, who was, and who is to come, the Almighty. And again, the Almighty is something that God is always referred to in the Old Testament. And in that title that, that God is given and that he gives himself, the one who is and was and who is to come, it, it gives us the hope of who God is. So he he is the one who is he is alive right now um and he is ruling over everything right now he is the one who was he was the one at the beginning he is the creator of everything and he is the one who is to come so he's going to be coming back um he's going to return to earth to to restore it um in whole in com to completion and this title for god is also referencing the book of exodus where god says 
I am. Um, he's in the burning bush and he calls himself I am. It's the same verb that's being used. The one who is and was and is to come is the same verb as I am. The one who is. Um, so Jesus is very strongly being called God here. So he's saying Jesus is the Messiah and Jesus is God. Straight out off the bat. That's the most important thing John wants us to know. That is the context for the whole rest of the book. And we've got to remember that. There's one other point here that John is making about Jesus that isn't uh, perhaps as obvious as these things because it comes from the context of when he's writing. By describing Jesus in the way that he is, John is is doing what we just said and referring to the, the Old Testament and the, the biblical narrative and where Jesus fits into that. But he's also undermining the claim of the Roman Empire. The Christians he was writing to lived in the Roman Empire and in the Roman Empire the emperor was seen to be um, lord. People referred to Caesar as lord. People worshipped the emperor. Emperor worship was just part of the society. He was seen as um, divine. He was seen as the the kind of the greatest king of of everything, of all this massive um, land. He was the one who had glory and dominion as far as the Roman Empire was concerned. So in using this these words for Jesus, John is making a point that would have been very, very clear to his original readers. Rome is not the one that has glory and dominion. The Roman Emperor doesn't have these things. It is Christ. It is Jesus. It is God. He is the one who has glory and dominion. He is the one who is Lord. So right in the opening of Revelation, John wants us to know that Jesus is the true king. He is the true Lord. He is the true God. He is the true Messiah. And he is all these things in the face of the power of empire, of human power that claims to be the greatest thing on earth. And this is something we can uh, take in our own lives. We know that our real hope, our real trust is in the true King of Kings. And this important point lies right at the heart of what Revelation is trying to say. And so we will continue um, to look through the book of Revelation, remembering the genres um, that we talked about last time and remembering this super important key theme about who Jesus is. Thank you so, so much for joining me for today's podcast. If you have five minutes to leave a review of this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on, that would be really, really helpful. And it would help more people like us who might enjoy studying the Bible to find the podcast and to join us in our journey. If you'd like to support me in making this podcast financially, you can use the buy me a coffee link that is in the show notes to just donate a little bit towards making these resources. You can also follow me over on Instagram at Bible with Megan or one word where I update everything that's going on and have content on there as well. So I really look forward to seeing you next time for the next episode of the Bible with Megan podcast.